This morning, Pastor Pat has a special story that he has picked out to share with the kids. And if you are online, you are able to join us. The pictures of the story will be on your screen. And for all the kids that are here today, and that's kids of all ages, and I saw some of you this morning, please make your way up front up here. Pastor Pat is going to read the story from up here to you. And I just want to encourage parents, grandparents, or guardians of really little ones, join your children and watch them by the steps. <laughs> Yay, Blake. All right, I know there's more. I saw you. <laughs> something just an incentive to come up I have something for you <laughs> so come on Blake come on over here okay we're you can show down. Blake you were up here first you can so show them all what it is yes. <laughs> oh Merry Christmas to you okay, come on and sit down over here while I read this and book. you can cuddle with this or here. you can sit, sit on it and, uh, okay oh. here you go right. how about oh, you guys want a new Do you have a friend? Who are you thinking of? Is that for your friend or maybe your sisters? No. No. All right. Merry Christmas. Hi. You know why you have a son? Because, yes, we have the son. You can sing about Mr. Golden Sun because we're talking about what does the son give us? Light. Exactly. Thought Jesus is the light of the world. You've been studying. You you must be going to King's Island. Yes. You too, of course. All of you. So today, because we've been talking the whole month about Jesus being the Son, we've got a book. I want to read you this storybook about the bright light and the super scary darkness. By Dandy Witt, illustrated by Rhea Zai. So, have you ever been afraid of the dark? I know I have. Sometimes the darkness can be super scary. It makes noise. Screak, smork, spurt. Things make weird noises in the dark. But, you know, the Bible talks a lot about light and darkness. In fact, the whole Bible is really one big story about the light and the dark. At the beginning of the world, God said, Let there be light. Exactly. 
I knew we'd have one. The light shined brightly. Then God made the very first people, Adam and Eve, to walk in the light. They loved God and they loved the light. And the animals. They loved the animals too. You're right. And the chickens. But one day, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. The Bible calls that sin. The darkness of sin filled the whole world. And the darkness was super scary. Screech! Smork! Smork! Before long, people began to love the darkness more than the light. Can you believe that? The world got darker and darker with every passing day. Screech! Smork! Sometimes it seemed like the darkness was going to win. But God still loved the world and the people he made. God promised that one day a baby boy would come into the world. He would be the bright light that defeats the super scary darkness. The prophets pointed to him. The poets sang about him. The people couldn't wait to meet him. But after years and years, the light still hadn't come into the world. God stopped giving messages of light. The people waited and waited. The darkness grew and grew. It seemed like the darkness was definitely winning. Screak! Splurk! Splurk! But God had not forgotten his people. When the time was just right, guess what happened? Light came. Light came. God sent the child of light. The chosen promised baby boy was born. His name was? Jesus. Jesus. Yes, say it again. His name was? Jesus. Right. Angels filled the sky singing songs about the birth of the bright light that defeats the super scary darkness. When Jesus grew up, he told everyone that he had come to defeat the darkness and bring people true joy. When we trust in Jesus and believe in him, we have God's bright light shining in our hearts. We no longer have to fear all the screeks and the smirks and the smarts. Jesus is the bright light that defeats the super scary darkness. That's right. He does. And this morning, we celebrate him because it's Christmas. That's right. So today, you have the sun with you to remember the bright light that defeats the super scary darkness. Merry Christmas.
You were all so good, and you knew some of the story, too. They were amazing. They were great. Yes. I, I think I got to start putting on a blue shirt. I think that's, and, when, and on Sunday morning when they say, okay, all the kids go, that would be a lot of fun. So this morning, first of all, Merry Christmas to all of you. Pastor Julie was up here saying, wow, this is amazing. This is. It's great to see so many bright, shining faces here this morning. Uh, and I know you're smiling because you know Jesus Christ. He is the light that has overcome the super scary darkness. There's no doubt about it. Uh, the Word of God declares that. The Word of God tells us that. And that's from the Gospel of John. We've touched on it already uh, this Advent season but it's worth repeating. John chapter 1, verses 4 to 7, they say, in him, in Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came to witness, to testify concerning that light, so that through him... All might believe. So the gospel tells us the darkness of the world has not overcome the light of Jesus. Even though there are days where you might think that. He is the light. He is the light that shines in the darkness. He's the light of life. And this man that we talked about uh, last week and a couple, uh, for a couple of weeks, the man named John. He was sent by God and he testified that Jesus was this light, the light of life. Last Sunday, we talked about John's dad. His dad was Zechariah the priest. And when John was just eight days old and all the neighbors and the relatives, they came because it was the day that he would be circumcised. Zechariah, he was moved by the Holy Spirit to prophesy, not only about his son, John, but about Jesus. And he it was called Zechariah's Song, and uh, I'm going to share a portion of it with you that I, I did last Sunday. And it's from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1. These are verses 76 to 79, where Zechariah said, And you, and you, John, my child, you will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord, that's Jesus, to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. So the word of God through Zechariah the priest 
uh, was that John, his son, was going to prepare the way. He was going to go before Jesus and, and, and prepare the way for the one who was coming. And John, or Zechariah said, like the rising sun. So I hope you've picked up on that theme through the whole month and today. Jesus is this rising sun from heaven to shine on those who are in the super scary darkness. And Zechariah didn't call it the super scary darkness. He used another term. He said, the shadow of death, which can be super scary. But Zechariah said, Jesus is like the sun. So what are some of the ways? Briefly, I just want to touch on some of the ways that Jesus is like the sun. First of all, the sun gives light. I mean, that's just, I mean, that we all know. That's, that's an obvious. And John described Jesus as life. So if we think about what Zechariah said, that he's the sun, and the Gospel of John said Jesus is life. So there's life with this connection to light in him, in Jesus. The Christ child was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. That's how John put it. So the light of Jesus it's the light of life. And if you read further into, into John, John's gospel, that's the words of Jesus. He's the light of life. And that, that is so much like this image of our sun. And let's talk about the sun and the light of the sun and see how it's an image of Jesus. Now, I came across an article uh, that was put out by NASA, and it says this. Without the sun's energy... Life as we know it could not exist on our home planet. Life on earth is only possible because of the sun's light and energy. So that makes the sun very important. It makes it our ultimate source of light. And uh, as the ultimate source of light, the sun does what? It overcomes darkness. Without the light of the sun, we're either in the dark or we've got to seek an alternative. And I talked about some of the false lights, the alternatives, uh, on a Wednesday in December. But as far as the natural, we might use fire, gas, electricity, all to produce light when we don't have the sun. But when we have the sunlight, none of that's necessary. It's, it's even, on a, even on an overcast day like today, we have the sun, we don't need artificial light. With sunlight, darkness is overcome. And what does that mean? We can see what's in front of us, and we can also avoid hazards, at least most of the time. Sometimes I'm still all two left feet, but most of the time we can. And, and I read an article. I read an article about being in total darkness in a cave. People who are cavers, they're exploring a cave, and they lost their light source. This was an article to help. And you, imagine yourself in a cave. No candles, no matches. Your batteries are dead to all your lights, so you have zero light. You're in total darkness, which can be super scary. And what did this article suggest to do? In total darkness, what do you do? It said the first most important, very critical thing to do is stop moving. Wandering around without a light source is a recipe for disaster. You will surely fall, smash into something hard like a rock face, become completely disoriented and otherwise be in worse shape than you were before you wandered. 
And that is so much like life. That's so much like life without the light of Jesus. That, it, it, without the light of Jesus, the light of life, life is a hazardous wandering. But with the light of Christ, the darkness of the world, the evil of all that's in the culture and the world, that's all overcome. And the light of Jesus illuminates the way to eternal life and it exposes all the hazards that we need to avoid in life. The light of the sun of Christ, it overcomes the darkness. And, and the light of our natural sun, it overcomes our natural darkness and it's also life-giving and life-sustaining. Our sun, like the article said, life on earth is only possible because of the sun's light. And the light of the sun, it interacts with plants, it produces oxygen, we call that photosynthesis. It brings out oxygen that we need for living, for life. And the light of Jesus produces, if you will, a spiritual oxygen so that we can live not just now, but forever. When Jesus was with his disciples after he had resurrected from the dead, he came up to them once and he breathed on them. He breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Spirit. And we sung about this breath of God. It's a breath in our lungs. But think of it as this breath to your soul, the breath of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. It's like oxygen to our spirits when we're filled with the Holy Spirit. So, so the light of Jesus, it overcomes darkness and it also gives life, and it's life-sustaining, like an oxygen to our soul. And it's also healing. Sunlight in the natural is healing. Sunlight produces a synthesis with our skin to, to produce vitamin D. That's an amazing thing. And vitamin D helps our bones stay strong. It uh, keeps us from getting rickets, and it helps our cardiovascular system. The light of the sun is healing. It's healthful. And that's Jesus. Jesus is our healer. When Jesus walked the earth, people marveled when he made the lame to walk and the blind to see. But those same people, they were incredulous when Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. But that's the ultimate healing. And the word of God tells us the sting of death is sin. So to be relieved of your sins, that's something. What is it? It's the super scary darkness, the super scary shadow of death. It's lifted. It's no more. A, a soul fatally wounded because of sin can be made alive by the healing power only through Jesus Christ. And that's the power to forgive sins. There is no, no other God, there's no one else that can say, your sins are forgiven like that. Another aspect of the sun. So the, the sun, it, it, it illuminates, it exposes hazards, it's uh, healthful, it's healing. But another aspect is its hugeness, its vastness. The sun is massive. So massive. And I didn't, I didn't know this, reading that NASA article. The sun is so massive, it makes up 99.8% of the mass of our solar system, which just boggles my mind. The remaining 0.2%, 0.2% of the mass of our solar system is the planets and all their moons and us. You know, and those planets and those moons 
they're being drawn toward the sun because of its mass, because it's so enormous. It has a draw. And we call it gravity. Gravity draws those planets. The sun's, the, the sun's gravitational pull, it keeps all the planets in our solar system in orbit around that, the, around that sun. It's central. Just like Jesus, our sun. He's central. He's the ultimate center. The center of our very existence. You know, and he draws. He draws. He continues to draw us like the sun. Jesus is the center of life. And he's necessary for life. Because his light overcomes darkness. His light illuminates the way. So that we can avoid the hazards of life. His light's life-giving and it's life-sustaining. It, he gives eternal life. He's the center of redemption and he's the center of atonement and salvation and justification and righteousness. He is the healer of our sin. He's the center of eternal life. To be in Christ. And if you can raise your hand and say, you're in Christ this morning, that means something. That means that eternal life for you has already begun. It's already started. You're already on that, on that path of eternal life. And, and therefore, as, as, as we live our lives here on this earth, let's orbit around our son, Jesus. Because too often we put ourselves in orbit around other things. Things of the culture that draw us and pull us. Let's orbit around what's central to eternal life, Jesus Christ. He's the center of it all. And let's be energized by him and sustained forever. That darkness is overcome. That super scary shadow of death is gone. The way of eternal life is illuminated because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, whose birth we celebrate this morning. Today, as you leave this chapel and... You, you see some of the sun in the sky, and I know, I realize there's clouds, and we might not see it in its full brightness and glory as we do on some days, but it's out there. You're going to walk out here, you don't need a flashlight. You, you don't need a candle. You don't need something to show the way, because the sun is out, and your way is illuminated. And even in, in some of the frigid air out there, you might pick up some of the warmth of the sun, take it in. Take it in and be reminded of the eternal Son that's risen. His name is Jesus. And because of Jesus, the light of life, there's no need to fear the super scary darkness, the shadow of death. He has bestowed upon you. He's bestowed upon you the light of life. Eternal life. Let's stay in orbit around him. Now today as you go, every one of you can pick up a little reminder. We have these for you and uh, Sosin uh, in our kitchen, Sosin Isho made these cookies and she put in the center of these sun cookies, Jesus. Jesus. This isn't your standard Christmas cookie, but I think this should become our Christmas cookie. This should become a crit. So, you each can take one as you leave this morning, and I think just one. I know you might be tempted to take two. Take one, 
And we also have on the tables a little Bible reading plan for 2023. If you'd like to get started on that, there's uh, many in the church who are going to be on that plan, so you can pick up one of those. And be, just be reminded, Jesus is our shining sun. Now we're going to now we're going to sing. We're going to sing about him on our way out. We're going to glorify God. Before we do that, let's pray, Lord. Lord, these are your people. And you can stand, let's stand and 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 receive the the blessing of Almighty God. Lord, these are your people. And I know they're calling on you, Jesus. They've reached out. They felt the pull of the Holy Spirit, the draw. They've received the sun, the light of life on the path of eternal life, Lord. And we, we're so grateful for that, Lord. And I, I just, if there's anyone in this chapel this morning who hasn't really ever received the light of life, they, they're still in fear of that super scary shadow of death. God, I just pray they'd reach out to you this morning right now and realize that the Christ child came to relieve them of their sin, to forgive their sin, get them on the path of eternal life, give them light forever, eternal life. God, if there's any heart in this chapel turning to you, God, we just pray. We pray and thank you for that entrance into eternal life and the start of that walk with you. Thank you, Lord. And now I pray you just bless everyone in this chapel. Bless them with the bright and shining love and light of our our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate today. The sun rose and he's shining bright and we thank you for that, Lord. May the warmth of the Christ child burn brightly in every single heart this morning. As we leave, may we take away the brightness and the glory of Christ and uh, live our lives orbiting around him, connected to him, keeping him as the center of it all. Thank you for that blessing, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, we give you all the honor and glory in the name of the Christ child, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now let's sing about it.